He's an old head. Youngins are really starting to get on my damn nerves. He's a purveyor of nonsense. Awesome. He's a Georgia high school coaching job influencer. His favorite Bible verse is Jesus wept. He's the man of constant sorrow, Chris Lamb. Welcome to Sun Coaches Podcast. We are at the Nike Coach of the Year Clinic, day two. We're here with Coach Danny Verpel from Army West Point. He's from Merritt Island, Florida. He played safety at University of South Florida. He's coached all over the place in his many adventures he's had so far in his college coaching career. Coach, thanks for being on with us today. Thanks for having me on. It's always uh, good to come back home to Florida and get to see all your buddies and uh, see the family. So appreciate you having me here. Well, Coach, tell us a little bit about your playing career in high school. And were you just a football player, or did you play multiple sports? Or yeah, no, he play, played everything. Uh, grew up in Maryland, Florida. Florida. Um, basketball, baseball, track. Uh, played a little bit of everything. Didn't know anything else. Always run around outside barefoot. And uh, so p- played quarterback in high school. Um, my brother was a quarterback, baseball player um, as well, and he went to South Florida. And uh, that was back when the school was just starting football. And I didn't even know what the hell South Florida was. I said, where's that, you know? Um, so he went there. But uh, I played all different sports in high school. And, uh, it was a great community, small town. We had really good coaches. Um, you know, just something that Friday night, you know, Friday night lights, it, it's, a, it's a different different feel, you know? Uh, so it's a, it's a great place. And then I got to go to Tampa, you know, USF. And uh, you know, Tampa's my second home. So uh, loved being there. It's a great experience. Uh, you don't know how good you have it till you go live around other places around the United States. And uh, they say, "Hey, let's go to the beach." It's about a seven-hour drive. I'm like, "Nah, it's about ten minutes from the house." You know? <laughs> yeah, that's and, pretty uh, sweet. I lived in Mississippi, Virginia, New York, and you know, in the snow. And uh, you just never know how good you had it when you're down here in Florida. But uh, played at University of South Florida for uh, five years. Um, it was a great time. You know, that's when uh, Coach Levitt was there. And uh, things started getting rolling. We started, we sold them out. Beat West Virginia, you know. Uh, went to Auburn, beat them. Uh, so a lot of great memories, a lot of great friends, people uh, that I'm still seeing some today. Uh, so it's always good coming back down here and, and getting like a back reunion. Down. Yeah, you know, Florida's different. It's, it's, I love it. It's one of the best. You know, it's the best place. You know. Yeah. Uh, no knocking anywhere else, but it's just home to me. And. Uh, so it's, it's great to be back. That's awesome. I've noticed that. That's one of the coolest things to me about being at this clinic and, and even at the FACA last year is, you know, in Georgia we have, you know, there's some small schools and you have Georgia Tech and Georgia Southern and Georgia, of course. But down here there's there's good-sized schools with really good football teams. And people may, they asked me last night, you know, who are you with? Who do you pull for? And y'all are serious about who you, you, you're very – you declare for this guy, you know, I'm a Florida State guy, I'm a Florida guy, I'm a Miami guy, I'm a USF guy, I'm a UCF guy, and it's just neat. I'm sure when y'all get back together, it's pretty cool to get to see those guys. Yeah, it's always good to come see your teammates and guys you grew up uh, playing against and just who you cross paths with, you know, and all, all those different things. It's, well, it's, who's, who would you say was the best person you played with or one of the best that you think probably you played with and you were like, that dude right there, he's something serious? Uh, in college? In college. Yeah, well, Mike Jenkins was a first-round draft pick uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. He was a freak. Um, he could pretty much do anything. You know, Steven Nicholas uh, was a linebacker, played for the Falcon for about 10, 12 years. Uh, he, was, he was special. And uh, 
say probably those two. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of really good players, a lot of NFL players on that defense. Talking about nine guys went to the league. Mike Jenkins was just different. He, he was freaky. Uh, George Selvey, uh, defensive end, you know, almost broke the NCAA uh, record for sacks. Th those guys were, were pretty special, pretty special players. Obviously, that's why they went to the league. So, so you went? Did you GA there, or did you leave there? I mean, how did your coaching career get started? Yeah, so I always knew I wanted to be a coach. Uh, even in high school, you know, Bobby Bowden was like my idol. I just liked Florida State for whatever reason. Right. Uh, wasn't a Gator fan, you know. I don't know why. I just liked, you know, Bobby Bowden, Florida State, Wark Dunn, uh, all those people. So I knew I wanted to get into coaching. Um, football came easy to me. I didn't like school. didn't like other stuff. So uh, senior year, we're playing Syracuse at home, uh, homecoming game. Boom, snap my foot, break my foot, and uh, career's over. So coming to – Come to the coach's office Monday. I said, hey, put me to work. I want to be a coach. So halfway through that season, I'd be up in the press box. I'd be charting plays. Uh, I'd go in there with the coaches and do some breakdowns. And uh, Coach Douglas, Troy Douglas, was my defensive back coach. And Wally Burnham was our defensive coordinator. Uh, and they put me to work. So you really want to do this? Okay. So they started doing different things. <laughs> I was like, all right. And um, trying to get a GA job is hard. You know, it's an oversaturated market. So I was trying. I had a bunch of different coaches. I had a lot of connections. I think it would be easy. And uh, it wasn't easy. And um, so I was about to go take a high school job in Swanee, Georgia, with Jerry Odom, who's from my hometown, recruited me. And um, I got a phone call to go to VMI to interview for a restricted earnings job. Um, Sparky Woods was the head coach. And my, my DB coach at South Florida got me plugged in with him. So I went up there and, and took a look at it. And he's like, no, I want you to go home and think about us. I'm taking it. I'm coming. <laughs> you know, it only pays 12000 15000 And I want you to go think about it. I said, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm good. Let's roll. So um, I was lucky to go get that job that spring. And I was actually still recovering from when I broke my foot. And I, I regret that I didn't finish my, my rehab. So when I wake up in the cold now, I still feel a little yeah. bit. I got my career started there. And um, they don't have GAs, so you're restricted earnings. You're basically a GA. Right. But the cool part was I got to go recruit. So the coach said, hey, I'm just going to send you to Florida for the month. I said, sounds great. Bet. <laughs> Boom, I'm going right to Tampa, you know. Yeah. Here I come. I know these people. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, where, where can you, you know, here's how much money, where can you stay? I got a lot of places to stay, Coach. Don't worry about it. Yeah, not a problem. I get a Legion Air flight from uh, Roanoke down to uh, St. Pete or Orlando, and uh, $75, and I was rolling. So it was a great experience to get started and uh, get to recruit and start building relationships with a lot of these coaches who I see here and uh, I'm still friends with today. So where did you, where did that lead to? Ooh, so I got VMI. I go there for the first year, and that's a culture shock. You know, you're coming from uh, Tampa, and then you're going to Virginia Military Institute, and it's you're up in the mountains, ain't much around. Uh, you know, we had a tryout trying to get scout team guys, and uh, there's about 15 kids come out, and and 10 of them never played high school football. And the tryout was, hey, run a straight line, see if you can catch a ball. I was like, what the hell are we doing? Here? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. What are we doing? <laughs> like, but that was a, was a great experience. You know, I, uh, I got my feet wet, got to get going there. And then uh, at Jacksonville University, Curran Bell is a head coach, and Jerry Odom just took the defense coordinator job. Well, he's from uh, Merritt Island. He recruited me. And so I went there to Jacksonville University to be the secondary coach. And um, so two years out of college, so I'm back in Florida. And uh, got to go there with those guys. And probably the best time of my life. I know you're single, 24, 25 years old, living in Jacksonville Beach. Um, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, this is the best place ever. <laughs> I had to get out of there. It was, it was too good. <laughs> yeah. 
I can uh, imagine. And, uh, you know, again, you're recruiting the state. I uh, got to recruit the Tampa area and uh, just living back in Florida and working with, you know, Kerwin Bell and Coach Odom and those guys and, and just coaching football. And uh, it was a great time. Uh, really enjoyed it there. And then uh, I finally realized uh, I met one of the coaches at the convention. And he's like, so where are you at? I'm like, uh, Jacksonville University. Jacksonville State. No, Jacksonville. He was like, where, where the hell is that at? I'm like, damn. So maybe I need to go to a bigger place for, you know, get, take it up a level. So uh, I was there for three years. It was awesome. Great time. Great people. Um, and then went to Mississippi State as a GA. This is 2013, and it was right before the season. A guy I knew was up there, like an analyst or something. And one of the guys left and um, made a phone call. I said, hell, I'll do it. You serious? And so Jeff Collins was the uh, defense coordinator. Calls me. I said, "Hey, looked at your resume. Like you know, when could you be here?" I said, "Well, hell, I'll be there tomorrow if you need me to." Calls me back the night. Goes, "Okay." So I left in about twelve hours, packed my black Ford Taurus, and uh, went to Mississippi. And uh, so here we go. You know, they're about to start. They started practice that day, so they needed someone. So I felt bad leaving Jacksonville. Those guys, but they understood, and I uh, went out there and. Uh, he told me, he said, I want you to go up 75, all right? Then I want you to Atlanta and come across. Come my dad. My dad's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, no, you go I-10, you go through Dothan, you go through these areas. <laughs> I said, dad, the guy just said go this way. So as I'm driving up 75, you know, I'm in my car, there's a little rainstorm right by Valdosta. And uh, it's raining a little bit, and I hit a damn one of those wet poles. And three spins, miss a semi, end up in a ditch. All right? What just happened, my, li- my life flashing from me. Climb out the window. Call a tow truck, go. My car's working. Good. I said, all right, here we go. They're calling me. They're like, where the hell are you at? I said, coach, I had a little accident. I'll be there. So finished up, get there to Mississippi State, and uh, they already had their first practice. And I walk in. I had no clue what I was getting into. And uh, it was an awesome experience, you know. I've been running my room, coaching position for four years. Now you're going to be GA in the SEC, and that's humbling, you know. And I uh, didn't have time to look for a place to live. So uh, I found a couch on the third floor, and I stayed there. Got woke up by the janitor uh, many times, you know, and uh, got that experience at Mississippi State. So that was really cool, you know. You playing Alabama and LSU, Odo Beckham Jr., and then Johnny Manziel, all in that time frame. That's when Dak Prescott took over, uh, being the quarterback at Mississippi State. So that was my next stop, and I got to work with linebackers. Uh, it was a good deal there, and uh, it'll home you. You know, you move from Jacksonville Beach, work with Coach Bell, who is like a spurrier, you know, kind of laid yeah. back, and you're chilling, and. You're Coach Mullen and Jeff Collins, you're working now. And you're in Starkville, Mississippi, Stark not Vegas, the beach. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot around there, you know. There's cotton fields <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, a couple places. So, But uh, it was worth it on game days. And, and my group of GAs, those guys I met then, and, you know, they're all different places now, and you have a special bond with them, you know. Um, so from there I went to West Point. Well, I was – if you want to hear these stories, but uh, I was – no, in the summer, awesome. I'm, in, I'm in Tampa, Florida at my brother's, right? Uh, ran out of money, so I need some money. So he, they had a little thing where they're, they're cleaning up uh, yards and houses. So we're out there cutting down trees, and the damn chainsaw goes down. So me and uh, the guys working with them, this Cuban guy, right, we got machetes, right? And we're cutting down trees with machetes. I'm like, what the hell am I doing, right? This is my <laughs> summer break. I'm in Tampa with a machete, right? And it's hot. Yeah, my, and my buddy calls me and goes, hey, I just got the Army job. Our QC just left. Would you want to take it? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Like, you know, it was a pace 40K. I said, all right, I'll be there. <laughs> so I went and packed up my stuff, left Mississippi, and I went to Army. Um, 
and this was on the offense side of the ball. Uh, the guy who got the offense coordinator, I worked on that VMI, you know, came good buddies with him. So I'm on the offense side of the ball, uh, get rolling. I'm there about two weeks. And then uh, one of the coaches got a NCAA violation from like five years prior. So he couldn't coach that year. And so I got bumped up to the tight ends coach. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. I said, well, if I'm a coach, you better teach it. So we're there you know, in two weeks trying to learn tight ends. But a great experience. Uh, just getting to West Point and national recruiting, all that stuff. Uh, so they'd send me on the road. So I got all that experience. The guy came back, and then I was back off the field. Um, so there another season, and someone else got sick. So I was like, hey, go on the road, go to Houston. So I was like, all right, they're just sending me on the road. You, you learn all the ins and outs of West Point. It, it was awesome. It was Coach Munkin's first two years there in 14-15, and we were not good. Air Force killed us. Navy killed us, right? Uh, we're getting better, but he was taking over a program that hasn't won a lot. And uh, so I'm on the offense side ball, triple option. I'm like, I need to get back, coach, you know, back on defense, back on the field. So went to uh, Kerwin Bell, just got the Valdosta State job. So we got the band back together, went to Valdosta State. Uh, coach Linebacker's there, uh, me, one of my best friends, James Rowe and Justin Hines. Uh, a couple of us took over there. And next year, James left, went to the NFL. I took over as defense coordinator at Valdosta State. Um, Two years later, we ended up winning the national championship there. It was in 2018. And I know uh, I heard Coach Bell was going to be leaving, going to South Florida. And I said, well, hell, we, we're just undefeated, perfect season tonight. Might not have a damn job. I said, I'm going to beat you out of town. So <laughs> ended up getting in at Kennesaw State. And I was there for a year as safety coach and defense coordinator. I was there for three years. Loved it. And, um, great spot. Uh, living up there outside of Atlanta by the battery. You know, I got a house up there. I'm good. Good to go. Uh Got engaged, getting married, all that, so on. And then uh, Coach Munkin calls me up there at West Point and says, hey, we got, the, we got this spot. And I didn't want to leave, you know, but it's too good of a deal. So now I've been back up at Army for a year. And that's kind of just my little jumping around and how, how it's gone so far. It's uh, That's awesome. I remember that year y'all had at Valdosta State. I was at Early County then and when y'all had that year. And we were, we were very – pleased about that because a lot of you know a lot of our guys you either went to georgia southern or you went to west georgia or you went to Valdosta state well we were in south georgia and a lot of and, and most people stay regional yep. you know where they coach like you know we talked about coach glanton at kennesaw he's yeah. he's went to west georgia well he stayed up in that area well a lot of us you know well, i went to georgia southern for a little bit but you know a lot of those guys in south georgia they went to Valdosta state so we, we you know we kept up with y'all that year and it was pretty cool to watch y'all do what y'all did you know, there was a lot of pride in, in that in that group, you yeah. know, and that which y'all were able to pull off there. It's a special place and they let you know too. I was there about two days on the job and some guy walks in and he goes, Hey boy, we won national championships around here. Title town. Okay. <laughs> and the next year I took over as defense quarter and went five and four. I was like, Hey, we're about to get fired. You know, we lost to Albany State. So they're gonna run our ass out of here, right? And I'm only making this much money. The defense coordinator at the high school is making about 50K more than me. Like, am I doing the wrong thing right now? <laughs> yeah. But it was special, man. The people there were awesome. They just love football. And South Vegas. Georgia. Yeah, they uh, – hell, the high school programs down there are run like college. You know, I go meet with those coaches down there, and they run a college program. Man, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, big deal. It's hard to explain that to people. And I know, you know, you were sitting in on, the, on our last interview. We were talking with uh, – guy out of Utah that does the ranking system for their prep stuff and and was talking about what coaches high school coaches get paid here it's, it's in the state sad. of Florida and 
it's almost embarrassing to talk about what Georgia coaches get paid. And, you know, I only say that to say this. Next time some of my buddies are complaining about whatever we have going on, don't. Yeah. Because it's – Come take a look at the, the the stipend they get in Florida. It's sad. Uh, you wish they would do something. And Georgia does a great job with retirement and uh, just how they structure everything with their coaches, and it shows. And You know, I have a lot of, a lot of buddies leave, and they go to Georgia, and I'll get a twenty, thirty thousand dollars raise, you know, and the retirement's so good. So, you know, I wish they would try to do something in the state because – a lot of really good players, a lot of really good coaches, but hell, that 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 thirty two hundred dollars stipend when you've been somewhere for twenty years and got to eat, yeah, and you're teaching economics and whatnot, and yeah, I can go to I can go to Colquitt or Valdosta and make a hundred and five and and do football all day and, and get the TRS, so you wish they would catch up, but uh, hopefully they do for the coaches down here. So you've been back at West Point for a year, yes, sir, and. Obviously, you made an impression on the people there the first time you were there to able to come back. The relationships, not burning bridges, is what I'm getting around to. Because, you know, you're, you're, we're old. I mean, you're not as old, but we're older, and you're mm -hmm. old in the business. And, you know, trying to get coaches to understand how important it is to keep those channels open. Yeah, I, I, you never want to burn a bridge. I always do things the right way. And so when I left, I made sure I was good with everything, and, and the coach was happy, and I would go visit. You know, uh, I actually met my wife up there the first time about 10 years ago. So I've been up there a couple of times. I'd stop by and stay in touch with those guys and just try to do things the right way. You know, you never want to burn a bridge because you never know what that person or the, who they know. And, just, hey, treat people the right way, you know. Be yourself. Well, it's just weird, too, to, to me. I mean, it's probably not you, but it just seeing when you sit back and think about it. You started out at VMI. Would you have ever thought that you would be later – at one of the big service academies. No clue. No. I mean, you have no way of knowing. And now you're like, well, kind of look at it. Yeah, now I'm at West Point. So I kind of I kind of get – I mean, they're not the same. But yeah, but it's – There's parts of them that I imagine structurally they're somewhat similar. Yeah, you know, West Point, it's the original academy, you know. Um, so a lot of the foundations and things are, are taken from that. And, uh, it's funny, about three or four years ago, I'm at Kennesaw State. Our best linebacker goes to ECU, our other one UCF, our other one Kansas State. They're getting poached by all these. I'm like, oh, screw this, man. I'm going to Irwin County and find these kids, and you develop them. Right. And, hell, yeah. and you get a team going, then they – boom, they're gone. They're gone. You're like – and you're doing it the right way, and you can't blame the kids. And it's like, you know what? Screw this. You know what? I can't go to the NFL or back to the service academy. And Somehow, you know, maybe put in the universe, came back full circle. So I'm, I'm – Well, I'm going to hit on two things you just said right there. Number one – because you heard me in here going on a rampage about recruiting. You said Irwin County. Oh, yeah. And for, you know, people that don't know, they're in Florida. Irwin County is a smaller single-A program in South Georgia, and they do have athletes there. And you talking about recruiting there, and, and you heard me in here, you know, ranting and raving and carrying on about how some of these bigger programs, which right, rightfully so. I, I'm not – I'm surprised that Kennesaw would mm -hmm. recruit, but they're in-state. We had we went to every school in the state of Georgia because our head coach is from there, and Absolutely. he did not he didn't care. We, right. we would go foot in every school. Right, and 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 we have these guys coming through that they'll go to Atlanta. And you heard me say it, so mm -hmm. I'm repeating myself to you. Oh, yeah. They'll go to Atlanta. They might go to Valdosta and, and Moultrie and Camden County and maybe Ware County if they've had a good year, yep. and they might hit the schools that played for the state championship. But the Irwin counties and the Fitzgeralds and the, the early counties of the world and, and some of the 
you know, schools up in the mountain schools and the Granges and not so much. Yeah, I think college football as a whole, because I had buddies at other schools, uh, I don't want to say the names, whatnot. And I'm like, where are you going today? Well, I'm going to these three schools. I was like, you know, you're driving by Lee County. You know, you know, he's a, you know, defensive coordinator's alumni. You know, this guy's an alumni. This guy's an alumni. Well, I'm just going with this guy gave me his list. I was like, dude, your ass is driving by four good schools that have players. And it seems like nowadays the structure to get it's so much that people are just going off what a recruiting list or someone tells them instead of going to the schools. And I mean, at West Point, we're doing the whole United States, so it's impossible. Right, but we still go out, and I think you got to go. Hey, who are the players? Where are the guys at? Because well, just like South to, Georgia uh, and, and Florida, there's some of these small towns, and, and South Sumter, or there, there's little hidden nooks, or there, there's players. But you got to go there, and you and know you, where, know. You, you being from down here has got to help everywhere you've been because you're like, hey, I'm I'm from there. I can tell you where they're at. I know where they're at. I know their coaches. I've got relationships with them. Which that's you know talking about relationships. I mean, how important is that? Not just not just to help you with your career, but to help with the recruiting process. It's, it's, that's why I'm here. I mean, I, I, anytime I can come to Florida or places, just keep the relationships with those coaches and knowing those guys. And, and they're good people, too. But it's you got to know that there's some people that are full of it and some people are, hey, they're going to shoot you straight. But just where the kids are at and, and what's going on, you know, it's, I think it's relationships and knowing the areas is huge. Well, something you said there, too, about, you know, I know at one point in time there were – Golly, there had to be like 12 or 13 Georgia Southern alumni players that played at Georgia Southern. When they won national championships, they were head coaches in the state of Georgia, and they could not get them to step on – wouldn't come recruit their kids. So, finally, they banded together and said, that's fine. We won't send them there. Mm -hmm. And it hurt them. I mean, it ain't ain't hard to figure that out. If you're an in-state school and you're not going in your own state to get – I mean, yeah, because those kids aren't – I mean, now they're D1. Yeah. But you're not recruiting against Georgia. You're not fighting over the same nah. kids. Nope. But there are a heap of youngins in Florida, in Georgia, wherever, that can play at XYZ. And, you know, the fact that Coach Bohannon was having y'all oh, – yeah. you you going to go <laughs> – Each coach, every, you every year you're stepping into school once. And I think – I'm pretty sure Coach Levitt, when he was at South Florida, was the same – you had to go in the school, every school in your area, at least once a year. And people used to sit down and go, well, Coach, who's the best? Who have y'all seen this? You might not have any, but if, who, yeah. who have you seen that we might need? Do you Coach, think we should look at? Or we don't have good no one that for guy? you, but, hey, they, yeah. in three years we will. Or, hey, at least you have a relationship. And Or you go, hey, uh, we don't have anybody here at, at, at Blue High School, but Red High School over here, they got a dude. I mean, he's the best thing we saw all year, and he – you know, he did this, this, and this. You might want to go give him a look, and you go, "Hey, yeah, I might want to go look at that kid." Or you're like, "Oh, yeah, we're already on that kid." You know. Yeah, I think there's there's value in that, and, but it's it's different now. People are doing the portal and flying everywhere, and they're not. You know, I guess it depends on your location. At Kennesaw, we could do that, and Florida, you could do that. If you're up in Iowa, you probably can't, you don't need to go to every right. school in Iowa. You got to go wherever you know, yeah. so, uh, a far off location. But uh, I think that's kind of in college football. It's all. You're off a computer or these lists, and like, well, who's making a list? Do they really know, you know? And, and what about this kid or the transfer or the basketball player or this kid who doesn't have internet or, you know, like you said, a cell phone? There, there's a lot of them out there, and you can go find them. You just got to put, put in the time and the work. And uh, it's, 
And those composite lists are great, and it's great they do that. And I think that's a good starting point. Yep. But there's so much more, that, especially at a place like West Point, where you've got to have recommendations, you've got to have this, 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 or, you know, just really anywhere now where you want to make sure that if we're going to offer this kid, you know, at West Point you don't have to worry about the portal. Nope. Uh, West, we, we, <laughs> he, he's got a big smile on his face about that. People are like, how do you like it? I love it. We don't do NIL, well, no, no NIL deal, no transfer portal. So we're good. We've had, uh, you know, it's a challenge recruiting there because of the volume, because you have a preparatory school. But it's been the same issue for the last 30, 40 years. You know exactly what you're going up against. We're not dealing with all this crap right now. Um, so now recruiting the whole country, and I got North Carolina, South Carolina, Gwinnett, Athens, part of Georgia. It's a lot, and there's no way you can find every kid. Right. Word of mouth and knowing the people who know where the kids are at still is definitely a, a – a big help and do you guys recruit i've always been curious do y'all com- recruit more against ivy league type schools is that your main or, I, or upper level academic schools like duke and vanderbilt and wake forest and places like that i mean are those more i mean i don't know yes it, it's going to be an ivy league or uh, academic school typically um and other academies are what we're right. going against Every now and then you'll you you know you'll get a guy that versus but power five it's just all depends on what they want and what they're looking for, and uh, most of our kids they know nothing about the military or they're kind of clueless and they want to play big time college football and then they start learning like well I'll be set for life, oh you're graduates you got this many Fortune five hundred CEOs wait. Yeah, buddy, you're set. You're in a you're an elite alumni. You're coming out. You know? Yeah, you're an elite alumni. You're coming out as a as a commissioned officer. You're starting off making 85, 90K. Period. And you're in charge. You're not a bullet stopper. They're not running you up a hill and saying. You're telling people what to do, and you're managing stuff, and they just paid half a million dollars for your education, your brain. And so getting that misconception of you're not you're not playing G.I. Joe and running around with a gun, and you're coming to one of the most elite academic institutions and one that's known as the number one leadership school in the world, and here's these alumni, and they're going to be looking out for you, and going into your fourth or fifth year as an officer when you're like, when you're a captain making about 125, these these headhunters and these firms are going to come start recruiting you to be CEOs and presidents of company because you graduated from West Point and you know how to manage people, you know how to problem solve, and and, and just look at the look at the alumni list and all that, and you start showing them. I'm like, wow, yeah, it's special. It's impressive. If you're the least bit motivated, this could really work out for you, son. Yeah, I tell yeah. Them. We might not can promise. We might not can show you a path to the NFL, but we can show you a path to a much better safer future you know your foot's not going to hurt when it's cold in the mornings probably no, when no doubt up. and i tell the kids i'm like hey man don't forget about me in 10 15 years just look out for me hey when i recruited you right just take care of me one day so i can go bartending key west all right there you go well <laughs> let me ask you about this tell me about your very first army navy game as a, as a coaching there well, because that had to be because there's no way you went and watched the army navy game as a kid no i, I never did other uh, than on tv and, uh, and I've heard that, I mean, I, it has to be true, too. It's like I grew up in Augusta. You can watch the Masters on TV all you want until you go and see it. It doesn't do it justice. I imagine the Army-Navy game is the same situation. Watch it on TV all you want until you're there, and you being actually getting to be a part of it. What was that like there's, the first time? There's nothing bigger or, or more impressive than Army-Navy game. It shuts down the entire city. It's like a Super Bowl. You shut down the city for the whole week. You get there, and the people are flying in from all over the country. The whole hotel's decked out. You get off the bus. I mean, our our police escort was 10 cop cars, eight 
motorcycles, five state troopers. I mean, you're shutting down an entire city. Um, the people that are around, it, it, it's hard to explain the pageantry and then how intense the game is too as a coach. Right. Like two, three, this two big, or three weeks up, I mean, you're, you're puckered tight. I mean, it's it's locked in and we got to have get security at the hotels just for meetings and stuff and uh, try to keep, hey, this is, it's for everyone else to come party. It's a damn business game for us. We got to win. And Because uh, y'all are trying to fit, y'all got to make sure you're singing. You better sing second. Period. Because uh, you might have a great season. You beat Air Force Navy. All right, it's okay. You lose one of them, then hey, all the big dogs are there. Every top general, you got, you know, presidents come to the game. Uh, the barstool guy was there on the sidelines, Belichick. And when before you even get to the stadium, it's the whole the whole build up to it's crazy. Uh, the, the uniform reveal. I mean, oh yeah, I, I love that. That's guy came awesome. in a damn helicopter with the whole core out there and comes out in the uniform, blasting stuff. And it's you know they spent a half million dollars on just the uniforms and the gear for that game from Nike. Um, and then when you get to the stadium and you walk off that bus, it's already packed, sold out. It's insane, and it's just hard the pageantry and people say. You see these older people in the stands, you know, and it's Army or Navy. They don't care, you know, and, and veterans and, and different things. So my family came up from over here in Merritt Island. I got my nieces. I had a couple extra tickets, and they're like, holy, like, we're coming next year. I was like, well, hey, hey, yeah, I, easy. I need some money for these. These tickets are hard to get. And, yeah. uh, one of our coaches was at University of Florida and uh, for the national championship uh, games, and his college roommates went to those. And Army Navy, he's like, there's nothing like Army Navy. It, it's it's just, it'll give you goosebumps. It's worth it all. Um, the kids and, and uh, the opponent, you're so – everything you do is year-round, beat Navy. Our head coach, when he gets off the phone or talks to anyone, all right, beat Navy. I mean, it's all it is. It's Navy, Navy, Navy. It's, and he'd say, hey, we, we don't apologize for it. Is that important? Well, yeah, I mean, you want to win all the other games too, but if you go 1-13 and 13 and that one was Navy, it's a little better. It's all right. Yeah, so <laughs> it wasn't so bad. If, if you can go, if you're a football fan, I'd highly recommend it. And uh, it's it's special, you know. We get to go to a White House this year, so we're looking forward to that. I don't know when, but uh, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's special. So getting to sing second this year was all right. Oh, it was great because they on uh, 14 and 15, they crushed us, so it felt good. Man, that's awesome. So, Coach, I sure do appreciate you being on. It's a pleasure meeting you, and um, I, I'd love to have you back on again down the road. If you can find some time, I know you're going to be busy, but I'm sure I'll run into you again at this clinic. I sure do appreciate you being on with us. No, thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. If I can ever do something, just let me know, and uh, it's always great to come back. So thank you. Yeah. Navy.